This is a Bad Dinner Guest production. Shit, I'm just like, oh god, oh god, what do I do, what do I do? Ah, uh, dicks out for Sucker Magazine. You know what my response is that? If you want a dick pic, you have to come here and take it. You want my dick pic on your phone, come and take it. Has that ever worked? I, no. What's up, everyone? This is a uh, Bad Dinner Guest here. We got Nathan speaking. And Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the best intro of all time. We have Nathan speaking. It's almost like that sh- that's going to be the bad dinner guest voicemail. <laughs> uh, you have bad dinner guests here. Nathan speaking. And Kevin. And Kevin. We also got Sean over there in the corner and RJ, and we have a special guest today. Uh, joining us is Kyle Spears. That's me. Uh, yeah, that that was him. A uh, personal friend of mine and the bassist for a band called Girl Colors. That's right. Now, can you tell us a little bit about Girl Colors here? Sure. Uh, we're a band located in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We've been around uh, about a year. Uh, it's a three-piece, me, Nick Walmer, and Kyle Smith. Uh, sort of indie rock, pop, uh, psychedelic influences, I guess. What would you, uh, speaking of influences, what would you say is your guys' top influences there? Uh, Beatles, for sure. I feel like if you don't say that, you're a piece of shit. Um, Elliot Smith, probably up there, too. Okay. okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, now, any, anybody else have any questions here? I want to hog the mic. I got no, a question. You're the bassist. Yeah, that's right. Do you get the most released pussy in the band? Is it like <laughs> guitar singer, drummer, you, or you then drummer? Uh, me, drummer, singer, I would say. Really? For sure. For sure. Also, nice. you're like the leading pussy getter on your squad? Yeah. So it's like. I don't even really play the bass. I just mime up there on stage. My, okay. My whole purpose. Do you have is, like a little dance you do, like a certain little swagger you bring? Absolutely. Like a signature move you got yeah. going on? It's really? called the NASCAR. Yeah, you may have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the NASCAR. It's, it's a popular move. Those of us, yeah, you non-Indiana folk are just looking around like crazy. You don't know the NASCAR. No, I need somebody well, give me some. Uh, you'll you'll have to see it later. Because I've looked um, at our demographic and the NASCAR. The NASCAR. If it's Indiana, most of our listeners aren't from Indiana. Hey, it's a classic move. I can't. I mean, it's, we're doing an audio cast right now. What do you want me to do? I can't. Like, like, I don't know NPR that shit. Uh, we'll 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 uh, periscope it later. Don't okay, worry. we'll go I, live. I, you, I will. I promise you right now. I'll put it on record. I will give a NASCAR tutorial. Speaking of NASCAR, right, my dad that. literally just sent me a text telling me there was a 16 car wreck at Talladega. So just to throw that out there, at least for, he's got his priorities in order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, enough about. I really wish it was here. like a sixteen because the Kentucky Derby just happened. Yeah. I wonder what like a sixteen horse race 16. would look like. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a couple dead horses there, possibly. A lot of dog food that day. Yeah. What would the safety regulation <laughs> changes look glue. like too? Yeah. <laughs> Elpers goes down day. in price yeah, instantly. Sure. Just scoop all of it up while it's cheap. Dog food. It's all just. That'd actually be great for the economy. Probably better for the economy than a NASCAR wreck. Make America great yeah. again. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. Poor smash em up derbies start popping up. Uh, on, on that note, Kyle, what can you uh, tell us about the formation of the band? Like, how'd you all end up meeting here, uh, getting act- together? Actually, we met on Craigslist, believe it or not. Um, Nick uh, is the main songwriter and singer, and he just moved back from uh, Portland, Oregon to uh, Indiana, and he was trying to get his band back together. 
um, and just put an ad up. And I had been trying to form bands for a while with really no luck. I was on Craigslist to sell my equipment, actually. I was going to give it up. And I saw his ad, listened to his music. We talked on the phone. We met up in person. And it just took off. So did he reach out to you because he was going to buy your equipment? No, no, no. He just had an ad of his own. He was just looking for people to play music together with, you know. Okay. So I saw, saw his ad, ad yeah. You're like, maybe I'll keep this? Yeah, for sure. I, well, you know, I was thinking one more shot, you know, at this point, who cares? If you're at the point where you're literally getting on Craigslist to look for, I don't care if it's a relationship or a music, like, partnership you're going to take that shit serious i would think like that is rock bottom for Dude, anything you're pretty for. much yeah. <laughs> but you found it and like yeah. it sounds good as fuck how cool. long have you guys been doing it together uh almost a year i think i said yeah all right right on that's fucking longer than any other craigslist relationships last <laughs> probably <too>. yeah <laughs> you get some strange on there but yeah so do uh, you guys like meet up for coffee before you like or did you just do a jam session uh we talked a bit on the phone uh we we sent some back and forth the emails and, and shit like that and then we met up to do a jam session to make sure you know chemistry was there and it worked it is very much like a relationship in kind of a creepy way yeah anything you do like creatively like with people yeah you have to trust the people absolutely where's he at today nick yeah uh he's in fort wayne we're all in fort wayne uh, he actually lived just a few blocks from me so it's pretty convenient over there a couple times a week with my acoustic guitar to write so are you, Fort Wayne. So are you like the one of the main songwriters in the group, or um, it's it's pretty democratic. All three of us write lyrics. We write chords. Uh, Nick is by far like the best uh, instrumentally, so he does a lot of the chord writing and um, lead guitar stuff. Comes up with melodies, but we all write lyrics together and stuff like that. Do you so, write your own uh, bass part? Yeah, absolutely. Now is it is like when you when you're writing a bass part? So because this is something I've never been in a band, I've never had to put a song together. So when it when it comes to that, is it something where you already have a piece of it and you just kind of play along, and then that's what you end up writing down, or do you actually sit down and try to write out what you think will fit first based on what you what you're listening to, or you know, have you ever just like started with a bass riff and been like, hey guys, play around this? Yeah, we've done it all kinds of ways. Uh, sometimes I'll bring something and uh, I'll just start playing it and then the drums will fall in and Nick will figure out where it is on the guitar. Uh, sometimes it's the other way around. Uh, our practice most recently, just yesterday, uh, was like doing math, basically. Sometimes we put chord charts up on on the chalkboard and really figure out, you know, theory-wise, should I be playing a fifth right here? Should I be playing the root of the chord? Stuff like that. So all kinds of different ways. So we we got the well, Kevin's got the logo up on here now. Can can you tell us about this logo? Maybe who drew it? Um, you know what it may symbolize here if it's got any symbolization. <laughs> oh sure, um, symbolization. Symbolization for the audio listeners. Uh-huh. It's a uh, well. I'll let you describe it. It's a sunflower. Sure. Uh, yeah. So. Um, a good friend of the band, his name is Thomas Osario, uh, O-S-A-R-I-O. He's got an awesome website. You should go there and check out his paintings and shit. Uh, he actually painted this for us on request um, because one of our songs, Time Travel Blues, uh, the chorus lyric, Sunflowers Are Depressed. 
So he uh, took that and ran with it and uh, painted us this cool pastel drooping sunflower thing that we're using as our logo for the time being. It is. I, I do like it. Uh, are you guys? Did you just say already that you guys are getting that on T-shirts? Yeah. So we, I want the T-shirt. We have it on T-shirts. We came yes. up with a cheap uh, DIY way to print it ourselves. Uh, maybe give it some charm because you know that the three of us actually printed it and everything. Yeah, we've got it on different colored T-shirts. I'll take a gray large, and we can we'll place the order later. I just you know, <laughs> cool. Yeah. We'll, uh, that so I I have an out of the box question. Uh, are are you guys at the groupie stage yet? Do you have any like weird fans that I mean you don't have to give any names, but I don't know what you're doing. I know you have a following. You, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff, but. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet, though uh, we do have a couple of videos on YouTube and you can see a woman probably in her early 60s just absolutely vibing out, uh, almost falling down. She's probably our biggest fan right now, next <laughs> to like our mothers. Ghost yeah. Like going on. <laughs> yeah. It was frightening and awesome at the same time to witness. Yeah, we've heard of you was like looking around, does somebody have their phone ready to call 911? <laughs> Is that a seizure, or is she just really into it? But it sounds like she was just really into it. So I, I honestly, I don't know. Could go either way. <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> Speaking of shows here, now you you said you had a show here recently. What's uh, what's coming up on the docket for you all there? Okay, uh, yeah, we had a show last week at a really cool place in Fort Wayne called Skeletons. Um, uh, they were gracious enough to host us. Next month, uh, actually, it's May now, so the end of this month, uh, May 26th, we have another show at a place called The Brass Rail. It's kind of like a Fort Wayne institution. It's been in business for over 60 years. Uh, And we're playing with a band out of Chicago. They're called Post Child. And then one of the best bands in Fort Wayne, Heaven's Gateway Drugs. Really cool, droning, psychedelic, awesome stuff. That is a fantastic point for the name. Yeah. I think they have a sale right now where all their merch is six dollars and sixty six cents. So <laughs> I am just falling more in love with this band by the second. Um, I really hope all of their merch was under five dollars before they did that sale, <laughs> and it is like the best marketing ploy ever to make sure. a little bit more. Oh, that would be even, that'd be the one the one thing that can make me love them more. At this point, I don't even need to listen to the music. I'm in. Like, yep, here's here's my money. But no, you should guys should listen to them. <laughs> Sean, you're you're way too quiet over there. I'm just soaking it all in, man. You got, but, that, uh, you got a name tag on, which yeah. I love. <laughs> my work I wasn't going to tell him. You know, it, I find You're, it off topic here. I find it funny. You've got your, your official work badge here, and you're rocking a Five Guys Burgers and Fries yeah. t-shirt. Sundays, <laughs> man. He wanted to know that this podcast also represents the working man. Like He understood this as sort of like, hey, we're all showing up in character, right? Like I'm wearing a construction worker's hoodie. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I actually got this at Dollar General name drop yesterday. I can't wait to do a Dollar General unboxing. You guys would be amazed at the stuff you can find at a Dollar General. So, well, I didn't get the memo that we were supposed RJ to show up, up in, in a character. Leather jacket, you know, with a beanie. You're, you're wearing a T-shirt that matches the tattoo on your arm, Nate. Come on, <laughs> act like that wasn't rehearsed. Yeah, come on. Okay, well, up. to be fair, uh, you know, we are going to a, a concert tonight, and I felt it was better to wear a Joy Division shirt over a t- tool or a 
electric wizards. So I just want to know where your pixies tattoo is. Tell us what else is in your closet. <laughs> a bunch of Cubs. This is fascinating. Shirts. Yeah. Oh, I uh, I got a uh, Todd Walker road. Cubs jersey and a Ted Lilly Road Cubs jersey off eBay for eight dollars. Yeah, was that yeah? Yeah, each or well, the Ted Lilly was a little more expensive, but the Todd Walker one was seventeen after shipping. Seventeen, wow! That's gonna have like mothballs in it. It fits fine. Doesn't look bad. You already have it. Yeah, I've had it. I wore it to a game. Clothing I'm, reviews I'm, to an audio listener must be really intense. I'm jealous. No, but I mean, for any of if any of the off the bandwagon people jump on, like they know that's a baseball name. Especially, uh, there's got to be Cubs fan listening to us at this point. With, that's all Nate likes to talk about. Yeah. No, my ADD just goes insane when it goes to sports, specifically baseball. So. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an old man's game, and Nate is a 60 year old just crammed in a young man's body. I'm not going to disagree with that statement. So, Kyle, I want to backtrack a little bit. Okay. Because I had a question that was eating in my mind a little bit. Now, with this crazy fan you guys had, mm-hmm. did any of you guys fuck her? <laughs> yeah. It, I'm just out of curiosity, man. Like, if she was, like, the only one filling the music that night, <laughs> you know, and... I what What's this saying? I don't think a gentleman kisses and tells, so... I'm going to leave it at that. All right, man. You're guilty. It's cool. Fair enough. But anyways, <laughs> it's all right. That's a, good, it's a nice way to get out of it. But no, I just had to ask you that. So, out of curiosity, man. On a, on a personal note, this is still music. Less personal than that? <laughs> more, more personal than that? On a, on a per- personal level here now, with I you know I can't say I've met your, your bandmates there, so I'm just going to ask you this. Musically for yourself, what are some influences on... Uh, on yourself oh like me as a bass player is like the stuff i write for the band or maybe what? maybe split it to like bass and what you write and then like just in general oh um sure i mean paul mccartney is awesome radioheads colin greenwood is an awesome bass player really inspiring um peter hook i mean come on uh yeah i don't know I, I play it in a kind of a weird way. I sort of play it like a lead guitar, and I think I definitely get that from Peter Hook. Play it like a guitar how? Like for somebody who like, doesn't play either instrument? Uh, bass lines, a lot of times people write really boring ones, I think. So like whatever the guitar player is playing, if he's playing a G chord, you play a G on the bass. You just play, it's called the root, and okay. that's just incredibly boring. Uh, so I... I tend to write sort of like riffs. They could be like if it was a uh, distorted lead guitar, you know, it could be a riff, you know, instead of a normal bass line. I, uh, yeah, for, you know, RJ and just anybody in general, I I couldn't explain that any better than that. But like if you want an example of. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. I was like, who's going to give it to who's gonna just, yeah. Fine, then. Fine, then. I'll just. <laughs> no, as, as the expert. No, here, he just I would poked say me he out like I'm the well. only one in the room that had no fucking like. <laughs> yeah, called him out. For, for RJ and <laughs> other idiots out there. Um, a guitar is has six strings and a bass has four. Well, no, I guess I I, I started this off wrong. I just wanted to provide an example of like bass as more of a lead per se. Um, listen to the song "Transmission" by Joy Division. Okay. Oh, of course. Was it going to go anywhere else? <laughs> no, probably not. So far, we've had two tropes just 
<laughs> bashed over the head. Sean likes to talk about sex, and Nate is really, really into Joy Division. In case you guys didn't know, there will be a quiz later. Well, we did just let him know that like everybody was in character. All be the exact. Well, that's what I'm so. saying. Yeah, I'm just hey, I'm just for those keeping score. For our baseball fans out there who have a little notepad. So, Kyle, other than Peter Chris, who else do you? <laughs> Peter Chris. Really, really <laughs> Chris Cross. <laughs> oh, Chris Cross. <laughs> Chris Martin, Coldplay. <laughs> cool. Oof. Oh, shit. He sings my heart. Really into uh, Billy Squire. Yeah. Everybody wants Stroke. you. Stroke. Stroke. No. I can't wait to no. Thank you for that. I can't wait to clip that later. Use that at another time. <laughs> Shit. Especially because you decided to half whisper it. <laughs> so that's just going to be so much fun just to have Nate saying stroke. <laughs> I mean, see, I just did it for myself. That's going into like either the exit or the intro. The next build up. Like of when it. we get a, an animated logo, it'll just be Nate going stroke. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Can we get like a time marker for this? We needed a we need an intern. Craigslist. You found a band <laughs> named Craigslist. You I'm can find a lot of desperate, <laughs> sad people there. Yeah, or I so wonder. I've been told. You, kn- <laughs> you can also find a guy looking for people to bathe in ramen noodles. Dude, you remember that time <laughs> where I was looking? T- <laughs> he was willing to bathe people. Hey, I'm so glad camera. that brought up a. You yes. remember that time? <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, uh, speaking like of bathing in ramen noodles, 50 bucks I've ever made. There was a uh, oh, 50 I ever spent. <laughs> now, since, since since I went to school with Kyle, he, he would know this, but there's a IU classifieds. It's kind of like Craigslist, but it's for IU students and whatnot. And somebody posted one time on there. They wanted an activity partner because there's an activity partner section to tickle their toes. With, for uh, for free, and and I, so I assume you didn't get any hits on that, did you? No, that wasn't me. Did you send pictures of your feet? That wasn't me. No, I didn't. No, dude, I hate feet. You hate, yeah, okay. Now he's sounding awfully defensive, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he was testing the waters in the room here. He's like, one time I saw this ad about. Feet. No, dude, I legitimately saw it. One time, my friend. This is this is the soft sale, Nate style. One time I knew this guy who watched a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies and he had <laughs> cut in all the feet close-ups. <laughs> he had a little shrine in his closet. Shrines and closets. Do you look forward to having groupies? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why else do you do it? So, uh, without the groupies... You're supposed to do it for the music, Kyle. Are you, are you, <laughs> I assume you still get the experience of, you know, when you're performing a show. It's, it's probably... The, once you... Do you go and mingle in the yeah. bar afterwards? And I'm assuming that goes pretty well for you. And they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you up there. Yeah. It can. And they, they go like, do they do the old slap in the bass move? <laughs> they they really try to drunk, air bass. The really drunk ones do, yeah. Do you see a lot of air bass at these venues? No. No, I haven't really. Because I imagine you can get laid and have the what drinks bought of? for you at the same time is, what, is how I would imagine it would go. Maybe from 60-year-old women at this point. You to play the air bass. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> might skip just the air guitar. <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm going to be the backup. And I get he's not the backup. Like, he plays it like No, guitar, but, it, but looks, it just looks a lot cooler. Because, like, in air guitar, you're just, you're strumming just your cooler. wrist. That's with why an they're the bass, ones in the band what about, knows it's, about. It's like you get the piano and you what get if, it all. What if you're a fan of a... Air slap bass. 
and then you're like trying to slap yourself. Well, I mean, if we, we can. You want to split hairs? You can. You can destroy any idea if you want to dive <laughs> deeply enough into it. That's fine. If you want to be guitar, you know. That's fine. Yeah. Well. well yeah. Air tambourine. What about the old air trumpet. <laughs> God, we need video so bad. But um, Kevin's favorite is the air skin flute, though. Hmm. So, Nate, is it true? No. Can't wait to edit it out where it has it says that his he loves skin flutes. Or something <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna do something dastardly. Uh, that's not a surprise there. Is it true? No, it's not. That you know what? Fuck you, Nate. I'm not even talking to you anymore, man. <laughs> Kevin, do you remember that time I showed you that Craigslist ad, and it was that dude who was trying to run out of room, and he was offering to like open up his booty for like free rent. Like seriously. You remember me showing you that? I sent you the fucking screenshot. But there was a dude on Craigslist who was jet offering a place to live. And he was like, you know, I'm a gay guy, but, you know, I don't mind straight people. But just keep in mind, if you stay in my house, like, you can give up booty for rent, pretty much. This dude was, like, just out there with it. it there was no, like, beating around the bush. This dude was Those strictly... Those are the people that keep Craigslist alive. <laughs> like, that's really the that majority of Craigslist. Like, God damn, there was, like, no... Subtleness at all about it. it was just straight up like yeah dude open up that booty for the free rent it was crazy what's the difference between that and like a stay at home mom especially like a stay at home <laughs> booty <mom>. booty <laughs> booty booty <laughs> honestly though like you just don't have a contract with him it's basically like subletting a room I mean you technically have a contract by Maris Marriage license. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this here, his relationship with the man wouldn't have the same contract. Would be off, off the record contract, in a sense. It's a verbal agreement. Yeah. Yeah. But you can leave at any time, and you don't have to go through, like, he's not going to lose half a shit, but you still get to stay there just for fucking him. You might have to cook him dinner sometimes. Yeah, or he's shit. fucking you, it seems like, the other way around. I don't know. At least I Sean, which would it be? Uh, it would be neither for me, sir. <laughs> but, uh, well, not, try per- not personal opinion, but just you know, general schematics here. So he didn't reply at all to your emails. <laughs> <laughs> I did not reply to this post, no. But it was probably the most entertaining Craigslist post I've ever seen, just because of how like open it was. It was funny as hell, man. It's like, dang, these people out here just don't care. There's no like, hey, call me for extra details on rent or none of that. It was just like strictly like, yeah, dude, let me open you up for free rent. So, Reminds or open me. him up, however he said it. But there was that word was definitely in there. Or open him up, huh? There, yeah. Yeah. Reminds so. me of uh, the uh, school paper at IU. I still read from time to time because you can get around town. They had an article about uh, this uh, dating website for sugar babies, like with sugar dads, sugar daddies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that was the end of my story there. But it was an article. So we've all been looking for like alternative ways to make money is what we're getting at here. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like it. So what, what are you doing like other than in a band though? Like, is it paying the bills? Oh no, not yet. Uh, that's a long road, long hard road. Um, we are having some money come in, but really just enough to break even on the kind of money we're spending to get our name out there. And, like on merch or stuff. Patreon or uh, just merch and money from shows and stuff like that. We actually had our first sale on uh, Bandcamp a few days ago. Um, it's just demos, so it's like shocking that people would pay anything for it at all at this point. Uh, but we're nowhere near that the point of being completely self-sufficient yet. I got you. So what do you do? 
Uh, I do quality control. I'm a quality control supervisor at a industrial parts uh, warehouse in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> He's over there with his fingers crossed. Yeah, I was crossed. like, please don't be anything in my industry. <laughs> 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 You've seen so much. <laughs> What's your industry again? Nothing. What, what do you do here? <laughs> I jump from train to train. Nate, tell, <laughs> us, I, tell us about your job, Nate. Well, what job? <laughs> Awkward <laughs> silence is probably translating pretty well. Hey, well, you know, uh, to like be that. fair... Everybody seems to think I take kids away from their parents, which is not true whatsoever. Yeah, you're you a pirate. Give the kids away. You stand did on the corner. No. Hey, for the record, you didn't do that. The, their birth certificate did that. So what? You're just you're just an officer. I'm just messing with you. It's like what the fuck? You didn't steal hey, the kids. You know, the state stole the kids a long time ago. I was going to say, yeah, they're already out of the home as chins cases before our, my company even gets involved. Do you call them? Chin cases? Yeah, it's children in needs of services. It's just chins as an acronym. <laughs> just chins. Does anybody need a beer? I'll take one. Yeah, I'm not going to like try and whisper this shit anymore. Yeah. It's just retarded to do it. I mean, it's a Sunday podcast. Give, it, what, give me 900 beers. The other days, you know, I try to be professional and all that stuff. It's Sunday. You know, What's it's, professional? It's a fun day. I, I don't feel like we're professional here. Yeah, well, you're only here quarterly. You just show up. For the holiday parties. Hey, I'm on. I've got. And the board meetings. I've got BDG Indiana up and running, though, there. Yeah, the satellite. BDG Bloomington. (laughs) Shouts out. Hey, I do get people involved there, though. We're making that. It's going to be a Twitter handle tonight. BDG Bloomington. (laughs) And the the keyword is you're not going to let me have access to it. There's more than cornhole in in Indiana. Is Indiana Beach is Indiana Beach still a thing? Yeah, it still exists. Okay, so uh, Kyle, I have a different question for you because I actually my I have family in Fort Wayne, and I actually oh, spend I spend some time there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you already see where I'm going with this. Um, I've been to a, a, an incredibly old hot dog restaurant downtown that was good. Okay, I know what you're talking uh, um, about. Yeah, what else besides that and minor league sporting events is there to do? When if one finds themselves in Fort Wayne, Summit League basketball. So so I can go play a game of basketball. <laughs> no NCAA Summit League basketball. Oh, go watch a. Okay, yeah. So I I knew Nate. I'm from Indiana. I know that <laughs> I, I know. can go watch a basketball game in any town. Literally, if it's Thursday through Saturday, there's a basketball game right. within 20 miles. I I know that much. I do appreciate it, but yes, right. outside of the one thing that anybody ever does in Indiana. And hot dogs. The hot dogs are really good there. I wish I knew the place's name. So, unpopular opinion, I actually really hate hot dogs. That is not an unpopular opinion. I have not bought hot dogs since becoming an adult. <laughs> I think that's I t- how you know you're an well, adult, actually. No, I... Whoa, When I go to... Um, no, when I go to games and stuff, I, I'll get, like, a brat or something along those lines instead. Yeah, at least um, upgrade. Yeah, no. Bring your own brat along? Is that You can get other? brats and other sausages at the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm aware of what I said. Other sausages. <laughs> Quote of the Especially show. Especially in dude. those uh, at the games where they just have the one big trough urinal. You can get plenty of extra <laughs> well, sausages. I just no, want it to be like games. hot dogs $3, brats $5, and other sausages other so- and arrow like, to a different room. <laughs> to, the, to the men's room? Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
No, for real. At uh, at Wrigley in the bleachers, they have this thing now called hot dogs, which used to be a very famous hot restaurant. Hot dogs. Yeah, because <laughs> hot dogs would have sausages and whatnot made out of like exotic meat or mm-hmm. uh, combining stuff. Like for example, the last one I had there was a bacon cheddar uh, sausage with uh, eggs on it, and um, it was kind of like a brunch dog. It was called the Joe Borowski. Did you say exotic meats? Yes, like uh, kangaroo so and stuff like that. Some guy named Joe did some things in Nate involving apparently cheddar and bacon bits. No, and Joe Brown. Well, maybe. This is how his psyche has repackaged it for him. Well, no. The owner of Hot Dogs names all the sausages and whatnot after former Cub players since it's at Wrigley. So that's why it's called Joe Borowski. You should know Joe Borowski. Oh, I know Joe Borowski. And I know, I know that maybe something happened to you, Nate, and it's okay. But anyway, so that you eat hot, you can get hot dogs or sausages with eggs over easy on top. Oh, scrambled eggs. I, mm. Actually, it was pretty damn good. To be I think with you. Wrigley is one of the few places where I can be drunk enough to where something like that would be delicious for me. It's too bad we're not sitting in the in the bleachers though when we go. Well, as long as you still go. Oh, I might still be. I might still find my way over to the bleachers if Fair that's enough. what it takes to get a hot dog. Fair enough there. RJ cycled himself out here. A little, little smoke break. Yeah. Well, uh, smokers in the party, you know, just kind of rotate yourselves out. I think I'm the only one here that doesn't smoke cigarettes. I bet you feel like a dummy. Yeah, how's that <laughs> How's that horse feel? Well, uh, to be fair, I tried it you one time. you're the only one here who doesn't die? Well, is that, is that was that your end game, Bub? No, I was gonna. I bet ex- if I don't smoke cigarettes, I'll stay alive. Oh, I do. I do a lot worse things that shorten my lifespan. You're no David Rockefeller, bro. You're no, not ex- getting to 111. No, I'm gonna get to maybe like 30, probably. Yeah. So, so what? Six years left. I better enjoy them. What in the hell's the point? You think I got this great radio voice by not using tobacco? Well, no, I was gonna segue in with a story here about how I tried cigarettes one time. Ooh. You don't get insert shit. slick segue here. No, I do. I want to hear okay. about this. So I was drunk as fuck one time, and somebody gave me half a cigarette, and I smoked it. Puked immediately. Walked home. Puked on the way home. Puked when I got home. Fell asleep. Drank a glass of orange juice, and then puked some more. So I learned real quick not to smoke a cigarette. Your first cigarette was half of a cigarette. They didn't even give you a fresh one. No, I shared it with my friend. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a homeless person picking up butts and shit. So, I've had homeless clients that'll have bags of like butts with a little bit of the cigarette on the end, just because they're that de- desperate for it. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, but <laughs> more point of the story is I. Puked. I feel a lot better about myself now. So <laughs> I, I I puked my guts out thanks to half a cigarette, so that kind of went out the window. Well, at some point, maybe we'll just take a group intermission, and then you can just have a five-minute solo talking about the different specialty hot dogs that you can order at the bleachers. Um, like, what's the best thing to get at PNC Park, huh? I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I know, I knew you wouldn't. I just, dude, I just get beer and shit when I go to other stadiums. Although we did have a the tickets we had on Friday at, at Fenway, we did have a hundred dollars in concession credit and drank and ate to well, well I was drunk so you had and plenty of full. popcorn to throw at Adam Young. 
Adam Jones. Uh, yeah. Why did I say Adam Young? I don't know. I mean, I know it was you. No, I mean, I no, was the out there just throwing stuff. The guy's just trying to play baseball, man. Feed his family. You're out there just throwing peanuts at him. That's thankfully, crazy, thankfully, it wasn't a banana, eh? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yes, I went zero You're to 60 to real like quick. The, I thought you were like the good person in the group. I said, it. thankfully, it wasn't a banana. But I know what you said. You Boston, said it twice. Honestly, you Boston could've... is... I don't know how you feel about this, Kyle, since you've been there, too. Boston is pretty racist from what I've seen. Yeah. See, closet racist. It's like all Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Like the descendants of Italians, they're garbage people. That's so racist. (laughs) Of course. It's just. But no, like they, uh, I can't remember. I think it was in the eighties. It might have been like seventies or sixties. But basically, they were going around and telling people the black people are moving into town. You need to sell your property. Yeah, that's true. White flight. Yeah, and that happened all. If uh, I heard, I heard this, and I'd have to double check on. I think the Red Sox were the last team to integrate in Major League Baseball, Mm. if I'm not mistaken. That's why I quit watching baseball. I really just watch ESPN's History Channel. You, you know what though? With the way, honestly, I have I feel with the way the NFL is going with rule changes, and how they're dealing with concussions and whatnot. Please tell me you're about to go to segregation in the NFL because that's what I'd love to see. No, but uh, <laughs> but no, I feel like baseball could build off of off of the popularity of the last World Series. Um, you know, as long as they don't make any drastic, stupid rule changes like the intentional walk one and build on superstars like Trout and Harper and Bryant. Baseball's too slow for today's, world. like, yeah. They would have to... It's just, nah. <laughs> There's no... I want it for you, Nate, but I don't believe Well, the it. NFL's got a lot of problems as is UFC's right now, growing, I mean. though. And there's fewer head injuries because, believe it or not, there's fewer times you get hit in the head in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Well, also, but, they're very strict about if you get an injury, you get medically suspended for, I think it was like two months or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. But things like that that are fast and you can watch a, a f- entire fight on your Facebook feed in five minutes while you're taking a shit. You can't do that with a baseball game. And like nobody, it's the baseball was to popular be, for radio and newspaper. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, I was going to say like I, so I have a $3 a month. MLB thing where I get all the radio feeds for every game and I don't really particularly care to watch on TV it's for me it's either I'm there at the game and or I'm listening to it on the radio yeah I could see it being like a, a fun spectator kind of way to like spend a day yeah, it's a in the same way like the zoo the yeah well even yeah. if you even if you're not a, a big <clears throat> baseball fan or at all you can go and drink beer and yeah. you're it's it's a social event in itself too I don't think it's going to go away, but I think eventually they're going to have to cut payroll down a like lot. It's, it's going to be a spectator sport, basically only eventually, I would think, where people go there for the entire day, like you do the museum or anything there's, else. There's, I mean, but there's TV or like cable and whatnot bubbles for football too. I'm, I mean, more so college football with like uh, TV rights and whatnot. And then especially with ESPN, you know, regardless how you feel about ESPN, them cutting multitudes of talent. Um, you know, journalists or on-air talent. Um, you know, that's not a good sign. You guys are into sports a lot. Who, with podcasts and internet and everything else, and Twitter especially, I would think, like, what's the point in ESPN anymore? You can get all the stats sent to your phone in real time. You well, can I get... think that's why they had to lay off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that ago. stuff's well, going to die. And a but... lot of people also, too, you know, whether you agree with it or not, were, like, kind of turned off by the political... Uh, nature of some of the stuff too and then the fact that they 
for example, they did a report on Eddie Lacy's garage sale in the Green Bay area on ESPN. Like, I understand he's a, you know, he plays in the NFL, but what does that have to do with actual sports? I'd have to think, like, some fanboy loves seeing that, though. Aren't they a 24-hour network like ESPN? They're all, like, they have, like, three different 24-hour channels, right? It's it's just, like, Fox News running a special about, like, some boy in... I know, Indiana but like, a clock bomb. you know, a lot of people I've seen who, <laughs> Texas, wherever, a lot of people I've seen who, who've complained about, um, you know, ESPN, they just want, you know, they want highlights. They want yeah. actual in-depth discussion about, you know, yada, 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 and yeah. whatever sport instead of like, oh, where did LeBron go to lunch? Or like, where did A-Rod take his new steroids at? Take his new steroids at. But... And it, but that goes a lot with news and whatnot too. And it's not just a, a ESPN thing there. It's also your mainstream networks there as well. Nate, we gotta. I I gotta have to be the guy to say we gotta stop talking about baseball. That's fair. And ESPN. That's well, I got yeah, I'm okay with questions that. for Kyle, but we're all doing our little rotation here. So well, Nate scared him off talking about like <laughs> bargaining agreements for a half an hour and. No. I didn't this, know he wasn't talking about bargaining agreements. This here is my argument for just a really good ventilation system in the studio room. <laughs> what? No, I I will not. I you you guys can have uh have fun living in a house together. I don't not going to live in no I'm not living in a house together smoking cigarettes in in a studio or a house. Why not? We, we just got to have three people on rotation. That shit that's gross. Dude, uh, to that's be fair, gross. the last house Cause I had to. Oh, that entire house reeked. Yeah. Well, no, but that room specifically, yeah. it was really hard to sleep in. Oh, I'm sorry. It was hard I'm sorry that it was like, so hard for you to sleep in. It was I'm hard not... to even be in. Well, yeah. It was hard to even like. Spend but it smelled a half like that before in. we got in there. Uh, I mean, dude, that, that that had been my bedroom before. So that no, explains like, a lot. It, it <laughs> definitely was a lot worse. We've seen we, some of the things you brought in there. When, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I I'd never thought it smelled like cigarettes. So this is explaining a lot more to me about a lot of things. It was hard to breathe in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we couldn't get good, good guests back then. God damn! I'll just have Actually, to get a vape we still pen. Did get some pretty good guests. We could always have like a smoke room, like off to the side, something where we could still kind of participate, but we're not like. Or it's out like the it's room. it's an hour. Like, oh, for real? An hour for a BDG podcast. Any of our listeners just laugh to hear it's an hour because like any. 15. You you can you shouldn't need more than one smoke break during any of our podcasts. I know, but I'm an addict. That's like there's but still like shit. I understand the problem. I'm just saying that, you know, having the guest have to go out on the porch and pet your dog and smoke a cigarette maybe <laughs> isn't. Hey. <laughs> I'm saying if it we could just happen, put a really good carbon if, filter if and fan wouldn't in talk, there. Wouldn't talk about depressing stuff like journalists getting fired and baseball being boring. I think that is a, like I like seeing that though. To be honest, I like seeing I like, like when it, people get fired too. It's fun. Well, no, like, I like uh-huh. seeing ESPN like huh. crash. Basically, I like seeing they have like five fucking channels right now for sports, and it's so stupid to me that people follow that shit that much. And the amount of time people would spend just to get to whatever they actually want to watch, they might have to spend an hour watching ESPN to get to what they wanted. But now you can just pull that shit up on their phone. I'm hoping people can just focus on the shit they want and spend a lot less time on bullshit like that. But they'll probably just spend it on binge watching, binge watching like Netflix specials and shit. Yeah, 
But yeah, seeing people with bullshit jobs get fired really doesn't bother me. Like you were writing about baseball. Go fuck yourself. I don't really care. That's fair. <laughs> well, while we're still on sports topic, I do have one question for Nate. Nate Dog, being the Bear fan that you are, um, how'd you feel about that Trubisky pick, man? I just I've been dying to know. Yep, go give, ahead. Give man. me the get scoop. So you know how the Dead Sea is super, super salty? Yes. I have more salt on that trade than the Dead Sea does. In <laughs> it's it's a body of water. I just... You know what? I, I, I get the thinking behind it, but I did not like Trubisky, and they could have gone defensive help. And honestly, uh, I'll leave it at that because as Kevin knows... Uh, when I called him about it, as soon as it happened, there were a little more uh, aggressive language involved. Yeah, but it was a lot more entertaining then. You know, you yeah. should be real mad. Like you guys mortgaged your future to move up one spot to pick a guy after you just paid what eighteen million dollars for another guy. I don't fucking Meanwhile, get that shit. You, your actual needs could have been addressed at the position that you were in, and you gave up two thirds and a fourth. If I were you. Um, I mean, I was laughing because, you know, I have a bit of a rivalry, not only with you, but my dad and little brother are also Bears fans. Yeah. So while I would technically, I, I, I like to see the Bears do well, there is that part of me, like I want the Colts to always be better than the Bears. And I do get a little bit of joy when you guys make massive mistakes like this. Because then I know the next time I'm drunk at a family get-together and my dad or brother's pissing me off, I can be like, ha-ha, you traded up for Trubisky, you idiots. What's your guys' you know, sports podcast called? It's nice. Uh, off, off the, the bandwagon. Off the bandwagon. It's very bandwagon-y, though. Thanks for that. <laughs> right on. Smooth plug. I just I felt like we should probably like put a title screen up for it and... So, yeah. oh yeah, that, thanks. You know? uh, give me more. Give me, yeah, perfect. <laughs> no, I was perfect just timing around that. that we had just transitioned entirely somehow to sports. Yeah, well, I tried. <laughs> you so you were here. You saw me try. Yeah, I just had to give you shit about it later. Fair enough. Really I've been saving that question for. Nick. But yeah, yeah. Sean did. Before See, this the thing. It's started. a group show. You know, it's a group show. So gotta, I think, I think before Sean has the conch. It's really just because I tuned out and I just wanted back <laughs> into the. Thank you. Hey, I'm just glad somebody got that joke. Yeah, I know. Um, but I think <laughs> RJ Get getting culture. getting back some music here. I think RJ had some other questions for Kyle. No, for I just music. wanted. So if you guys like, do you don't have dodge the Trubisky question. And I apologize yeah, dude, if you, you maybe already answered this stuff at the beginning. What's some? That was some butt juice, dude. What? I'm Just save it. We'll, I'm calling we'll, you out, Nate. Go ahead and call him out. No, nah, I already did. I oh, okay. I was giving him shit for giving me some soft ass BS answer. I wanted to know like how you really feel. Man. Oh, I was beyond fucking pissed off. I had people looking that's at what, me in the airport because I was dropping some F-bombs and shit. <laughs> I was already... So, I, and A, I was already salty because JetBlue as an airline is a fucking nightmare. Piece of shit. Don't give a fuck about customers. Airline that was delaying the plane for no reason. I had already been sitting there for four hours, so Damn. that's another topic. Okay. We'd like to thank our sponsor, JetBlue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice plug. JetBlue, want to kill some time? <laughs> Sorry, Jet Blue. What's the rush? <laughs> Fuck, we just got flagged on YouTube. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not live anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just gone. That's fun. No, so you may have already answered this at the beginning, but I was trying to like share stuff on Facebook and like tune stuff. 
So I'm sorry, but do you guys have like an EP or have you put together like how many songs do you guys have that you've actually like fully produced now? Oh, uh, at this point, none, I would say, are fully produced or, you know, at a point where we're wanting to put them out to the public and stand completely behind them. We have some demos. Um, we got decent recording equipment, so they're not like junky, but they're just demos. Uh, we've been in the studio, a studio um, down with Big Brother Records in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, I like run the by, name. Yeah, run by Robert Lugo. Uh, he's, uh, he's a genius. Um, We've been working with him since January. Uh, we're hoping to have a single uh, A-side and B-side out. Hopefully this summer might be the beginning of the fall. And then uh, we're probably going to record uh, an actual EP uh, in September in Indianapolis. Now, as in an EP, because I've seen EPs a couple different ways, and I, I'm not really into the lingo so much. Sure. I've seen EPs as just like one or two songs, and I've seen EPs that are like six songs. And I've seen EPs that are a single. They really Wait, when you say an EP, yeah. like what? It, because you already said you're, you got like an A side and B side. You're trying to release that, yeah. then the EP. Is that like a more of an album kind of looking? Yeah, it's sort of like an in between. A single is an A side and a B side, or sometimes if you're cocky, it's a double A side. Like Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane is a double A side technically. Um, uh, an EP is an extended player, so it's like a little bit longer, but it's ambiguous. It can be whatever you kind of feel. And then an LP is a traditional album, a long player. Okay. So we're shooting for four to five songs on our EP. Are nice they going to be goal. like along the same theme or are they going to be just kind of... Uh, we grouped them together. It's still not set in stone what those songs are going to be, but the lists we have are kind of grouped together by... Um, uh, sound and and you know just things that we think will will play off of each other well. I got you. Just when I, I the the songs you played, just all those albums kind of that I've heard that play along the same kind of theme, they seem to you know have a, a constant flow to them where it might build up at a certain point and then come back down through some other songs and stuff. And I didn't know um, if you guys were. Yeah. Well, may, you know, since we're we're on on topic of this music here, maybe uh, you think you could play a little tidbit for us. Yeah, what was that first song that you uh, you played? I really like that. Uh, sure. Uh, that song is called Time Travel Blues. Uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. It's where we got the artwork idea for the sunflower. Uh, it's kind of our logo right now. Um, I can play some of it if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, yeah if you would. Sure. Um, uh, this is, like I said, this is just a, a demo at this point, but it came out pretty well, I think. Uh, here, here goes. I really wish the guys could hear this so we could comment on it a little bit here. Unfortunately, I don't have monitor speakers, just my headphones. Selfie. <laughs> we are in the temporary studio. Studio D. S and Dick. With Sean, you can usually guess. <laughs> now, this is just the intro of it. Could you skip to, like, halfway through so we could just get, like, a snippet of, like, your guys' sound, maybe? I think it should be into the verse by now. Okay. Let it build. Are you listening to the same thing he's listening to, George? I'm trying to. There's a few technical difficulties. That's why I was... Fair enough. 
So what was, uh, when you guys were working on this one, what was like, was this you writing it? Is this him writing it? Um, this is one of the songs that Nick had had on his own for a while. He had sort of fine-tuned it. He had um, played a version of it with his band out in Portland um, before he had to move back to Indiana. Um, but we all contributed our own things, really changed the direction that it ended up going in. It's just got a really chill vibe to it, but it's still, I, I can't really hear the lyrics right now. Could you, what is it, is it about something? Um, yeah, I mean, it's about wishing you could go back in time, basically, and uh, what you'd tell to people, you know, if you could go back and explain yourself, you know, after it's all, all said and done, you know, looking back. I got you. Something everybody can probably relate to. Yeah. Absolutely. Thinking now of November and Election Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know, man. I see what Those you did two there. two really bullshit options. Either way, I'd be mad. Uh, all I could tell him is not to vote. <laughs> don't do it. Just run. Just run away as far as you can. Please. Anarchy. <laughs> That's in the UK. Word. Also, yes. Um, no, but no, like you're. You said you were 26. Yeah, that's, that's right. Correct. And yeah. the other guy that actually like came up with the song and everything. How old is he? Uh, he's 27, and then our drummer is uh, 24. So yeah, we're all pretty close. What so you guys got like 40 life? years of music left in you, man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Or what? Uh, he's he's. This is his last year. It's my last. I got one year left, and our drummer's got three. If we all want to join the 27 club. Oh well, with Hendrix and Cobain. Yeah, and I guess that's true. Yeah, so it's Wine it's House. one or the other, really, right? You yeah. don't really you never really hear about those forty five year old rockers that retired early, except for Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Which is a place I you know I take that you know just get one just get one really big one out there. Now Does it, he he doesn't have the rights to that though anymore? I thought. Well, but these guys, they're Fair not sampling enough. old Queen songs yeah. either, so they're that's not, true. They didn't really have to worry about that. No comment. <laughs> now, if I wanted to to go download this, you said you had somebody buy one on Bandcamp the other day. Is that is that the good best place to do it at? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got this, and we got another track up on Bandcamp, and uh, you can stream them, listen to them as many times as you want. Um, if you want to download them, it's free. But if you want to throw us some cash, we'd love that too. So it's name your own price. Uh, but they're free if you That's want them. That's the future. Yeah. So you you said he had this song prior to this. Uh, do uh, Does the drummer or yourself have any other music you guys have created that you maybe, uh, as a group, have thought about maybe incorporating? Yeah. I mean, we all write songs. We bring them to the table. We work them out together. We vote on them. It's very democratic, like I said. Uh, we're working on songs that are entirely mine that I wrote years ago and, you know, bringing them to the band pulling out old notebooks with lyric ideas, that kind of stuff. So I know, because uh, I, I, I've listened to some of the stuff you've done on your own there, um, can you name a, f a few examples? Not that um, listeners would necessarily know, but um, just some songs that you may have recorded prior on your own that you guys oh, are working on. Um, yeah, so I guess um, there's uh, an old song. I have a SoundCloud up. Uh, that's my personal SoundCloud that I had been, you know, putting music on for years before I found the guys and we formed this band. Uh, it's just SoundCloud.com uh, slash Kyle J Spears. Uh, you have to include the J, or you're going to get some weird weirdos out there. <laughs> um, 
And I've got a, an old acoustic song on there. It's called One More. That's um, my blatant ripoff of Blackbird. And uh, that's the newest one, really, that we're incorporating as a whole band and uh, fleshing out, really, turning it into something a little different. So, Kyle, who do you see becoming the Sid Barrett of your group? Oh, that's definitely Nick. He talks about Sid Barrett all the time. <laughs> nice. For reasons that I probably shouldn't go into on mic, he's definitely Sid Barrett. <laughs> that's awesome. Too much LSD? No comment. Well, that the the sound, uh, is, is he your vocalist? Yeah, he's the primary singer. I uh, double up. I do harmonies and uh, help, you know, thicken up the choruses and stuff like that. But on some songs, especially newer ones, I'm doing more lead singing. It was always envisioned from the start that it would uh, be more like a split duty thing. Yeah. Well, when when we were all out on the porch, I can't remember exactly how you described your sound when Sean asked you, but if I remember, it was like acid rock or psychedelic. psychedelic. Yeah. I mean, acid rock would probably be a fitting descriptor too. psychedelic indie sort of pop rock is where we're going because we're trying to be catchy. You know, we want the songs to be stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. But it's not like focus grouped, at least in the two songs no, we've heard, you know, no, not at all. So that's what's scary about pop is like. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It has a very no doubt feel to it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Whole, I Gwen like Stefani that is an yeah. icon. <laughs> I think I could tell she was one of the biggest influences. Yeah, she's right that song. So BDG is going to do uh, a future collab between Kyle and Gwen Stefani. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm here to announce right that. Actually. We're starting the Patreon tonight, guys. <laughs> you guys are really speaking my language. Right? <laughs> That costs more than what we'll ever afford. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking about, Kevin, I don't know. You don't know, yeah. The extent of it, but I promise you it costs more than what, what we'll get what in the What I'm thinking of doesn't cost too much. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We're going to have Kyle on more. He's, he's on point. Well, you know, Nate being out there and stuff, maybe we should just bring the rest of BDG uh, that. BDG Bloomington, I'm telling you. It's, yeah. star, it's, it's, it's real way. as of... In like an hour from now. Although, to be fair, Kyle lives three hours away from me, so. Yeah. Well, he can, yeah, BDG, BDG Fort Wayne, you know, whenever I'm up visiting my dad, you know, hey, set up camp for a weekend. So that's how we know it's not going to (laughs) happen. No, your dad would probably make you go coach coach first base for your brother's team or some shit like that. Hey. Those kids can, those cats can ball, man. Yeah, your brother can hit some home runs. He hits some dingers. Does he have a knuckleball yet? It's or almost no? like his bat's made out of metal or something. Now. <laughs> fuck off. With the, the band you're Randy. in now, like, you guys, the one guy's kind of like in a different stage of his own life. He's like, he's what, 24? Yeah, he's and a the, couple the years rest of you guys are like 27-ish yeah. or getting there. Uh-huh. Like, do you guys see yourself as a band, like, that you're you're wanting to pursue the future with? Or is this like, hey, we're going to work out our stuff and see where things go? Because that's not really, you don't have to answer it, but it doesn't seem like an ambiguous question just because I've talked to other people that are completely yeah. like, no, we're just kind of doing this for now. Yeah, we're actually all very serious about it. Um, okay. I mean, he is a couple years younger, but he has been in music his entire life. Uh, he's been in all kinds of bands. He actually teaches drumming for a living, so oh, it's wow. like, you know, five days a week, you know, morning, oh, noon, wow. and night. It's it's his life. Um, and, yeah, we had long discussions to start out, you know. It was yeah. very un-rock-and-roll. It's us sitting, you know, 
around a conference table, basically with a whiteboard yeah. and figuring out what's our one year plan, what's our five year plan, yeah. where's the money going to come from, what happens if this happens, uh, who gets these rights, who gets those rights, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, the, the put a lot of thought into this. The big one I was thinking of with the age you guys are getting to is you got to start thinking like I got, if I'm going to do family, yeah. like you know soon you know next 10 years but yeah that stuff's unpredictable so we really but if you're in a group that you're like yeah we want to pursue this long term we're going to put our fucking heart behind this project that's something you got to talk about though like do any of you guys plan on you know settling down in the next five years because that yeah. can't work out with this well actually kyle the drummer is married what uh, yeah but his wife completely supports him and i mean she's out at our shows she's running the merch booth she's hauling equipment around she's great that's so, fucking yeah, awesome so, man yeah that's pretty sweet that's yeah. hard to find man yeah for sure uh, well with that attitude <laughs> it is it's hard to get them to agree to that because i do music too man Maybe but you're just picking the wrong ones, um, man. <laughs> i just have a I have a hard time finding any females who are like just dead on about it yeah. and that a lot of them act like oh we'll all support you it's fine you know and then like three months down the road it's like they're getting jealous so yeah. they're on some bullshit trying to hide your car keys sniffing your dick when you come home from yeah, the shows say, our late night tip listeners yeah. are screaming right now and for like, the non-late like, night tip your listeners. own damn fault man you got the dick sniffers <laughs> out on you like yeah. cockies have, have a little better judgment I was I was definitely going to say first time listeners don't feel bad for Sean in this situation like <laughs> his circumstances might be a little different to learn more listen to the uh, the late night tips episode three <laughs> the phantom yeah. the truck stop bandit that'd be a good place to start yeah. yeah that might be more of why you have those problems that's not true did, man. Did, so with but the name of this did you have some lot lizards come to your car or something. You just got to listen to the episode, Nate. We can use yeah. the views. Yeah, man. We can, we can get a couple extra plays, man. Just go ahead. Don't make us like we're, we haven't been doing this for nine years or anything. We don't need to recycle uh, material yet. So don't make us talk about it again. You know? Okay. How, what is the, the weirdest place, Kyle, that you've ever had a sexual encounter? Oh, my God. Like a car, <laughs> a motel room. I don't want to go into too much. A van you don't have to go into the most J. detail about ages or names, but just For like sure. broad spectrum location, <laughs> how many wheels it had. Uh, four wheels. <laughs> four wheels. 80 miles an hour. Okay, so you were moving. Oh, wait, I know this one. So you were I'm moving. not going to say anything, but I know this. All right. Next question. Oh, the next question is, is you should, uh, it's not so much a question, but you should listen to episode three because you and Sean might have a lot in common. Okay. Little in common. Lot lizards. It's not a lot lizard, Nate. Shut the fuck it out. It might be lot term, lizards. Man. Show a little respect. She was a little more classier than that. But anyways. The operating term being little. Uh, and classy being a subjective term on that one. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. That's right. But yeah, man. So Kyle, have a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's his real uh, shit, but he's like, oh, so... Um, but this could go either way. Some real shit. Yeah, it's probably going to be about sex. Over, <laughs> under? Anybody? It's going to be about penis and vagina. What's the spread? He's in the room. He may be biased. I'm not doing this. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, Kyle. Yes. It's about um, dick. So what is the strangest thing that a fan or, you know, whatever the fuck you call those people who go to shows? Um, people. Concert goers? Yeah, those people. So what is the strangest thing any of those have done or said to you at a show? 
that mm-hmm. made you feel like really uncomfortable or made you feel really happy. Just anything that was strange. I wanted some weirdness to it, if you don't mind. Uh, it really hasn't been that much. Um, you might be overestimating how many fans we, we have. At Dude, you're state. from fucking Indiana, man. Right. Like, I know there's some crazies that go to these yeah. shows out here. I so, mean, just saying. He I just hates on Indiana in general. Well, really you know, being a Kentucky fan his, over his there. How many live performances have you Indiana. done? Uh, just a handful, uh, maybe five. I mean, we are just getting off the ground here. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it'd probably just be like weird things that happen in the bar anyway. It's not very so fair. wait, man. Like I'm assuming with you saying earlier, you were like the lead pussy getter in the squad. Right. So right. have you gotten laid of each of these five events? Is that, is that why you're in the lead right now? Like how does that work? Um. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, I think I'm gonna stick with my stock answer here. No comment. Oh, yeah. dude, you're a fucking lousy guest. I don't know what Kev's. All <laughs> hey, about. hey, he you brings. Just, you get way too specific. Like he know, brings you, class to the classlessness of the wild, wild west roundtable here. Sean is more. The question I would have along those lines is: is like in these circumstances, do you ever throw out that like, yeah, I, I was playing on stage? Or do you ever, do you use that? Like, is that in your basket of tricks? Like, do you ever, like, yeah, I'm the bassist in this band that's playing later. And do you, like, I use all hey, you should fingers. stick around and watch me. Or yeah. do you, like, buy her the drink before you walk up on stage? It, it usually comes up a little bit more organically. But, I mean, that kind of conversation does take place. And it, I think it's pretty common with most people <laughs> yeah. in, in bands trying to get off the ground. You know, you're trying to find any little thing that's, like, Makes you unique. What's it called? The peacocking effect. Yeah, you know? I'm not knocking. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so it's definitely worked before where I've gotten a number or a date because someone was like, "Oh shit, you know, you are in that band that was just performing or whatever." Have you witnessed any like date rapes go down? I think some things No, I have never. No, is it time for you to take a cigarette break again yet? <laughs> Jesus. I really didn't want you to answer that. By the way, I just had to get it off my chest. Okay. Anyway, hey, if you guys, uh, if you guys uh, took the bet that he had mentioned sex in one way or another, you probably won a, a grand total of. A I really don't talk time. about that stuff every episode, man. I think you do. I really don't. Not on the sports episodes. You know what? We need to have a drinking game for this, uh, like in How I Met Your Mother, where she said, "But um, but anytime Sean talks sexual in any form or fashion, take a shot." Oh, I don't want to do that, man. I don't, I, you only get... I don't have just a replacement liver lined up. Black Kevin, market, man. 2020's coming. Future's what? real. There'll, there'll be a replacement a liver. Black market. That's a lot of time for me to get through. You that's act fair. like that's, that's some fair. kind of foregone conclusion. That's fair. Have that's you fair. ever had anybody talk about your band and not realize you're in it? Like at the bar? Hmm. That's a good question. Um... No, not really. Um, I've had like coworkers or friends have conversations about the music, uh, you know, that I wasn't around for, and then it's been reported back to me, rumors and shit like that. Yeah, see, that's different. Yeah, it's, I've not. I've never really just been like a fly on the wall and yeah. overheard people talking about the group. I witnessed that once at a bar. Yeah. I went to see a show, and their uh, like the writer and guitar player for the band was out drinking. Like I think it was before their set, and so people were talking to him. Like they were like, "Yeah, we came here to see him. Like you guys, they just got back together. Didn't realize who it was, and they were uh, kind of talking shit about like past drama and stuff like that." And like yeah. I'm sitting at the same table, but only as like 
he just sat there because it was the only seat to smoke a cigarette at. Mm. And I'm just like kind of cracking up because I wasn't positive. I'd never seen him live, but I was pretty sure. And then like, obviously like after sound checks and everything and they get mic set up, he gets up there and walks to like the stage and shit. And I'm just yeah. laughing my dick off. And they didn't say anything too bad, but they were like telling him about the band. And he was like, started to argue with him. Then he just let it happen. <laughs> And I was, and they're like, they had some number one hits. They like got some radio play on like their scenes, like, but it was just funny to me. That's mm-hmm. all. Hey, Kyle, <laughs> how's your bartender game, man? Like, have you like landed any bartenders at these shows? I have not. No, I actually think that that's a difficult uh, group to crack into. Their guard oh, is dude. always up. I know a legend personally. I'm just going to leave it to that. <laughs> I it's different when you're like, if they're an employee though, Sean. Yeah, it's way different. Yeah. Stop touching my fucking microphone, dude. That's incredibly rude. I'm going to bust you out on it. Like, stop. Dude, he thinks it's a penis. Stop stop swinging my mic. It's it's like hitting me uh, in the mouth with the microphone. This is unprofessional. Nothing about this is professional. What kind of bass do you play? I don't know anything about... Bass or guitar or instruments. I swear I didn't even touch your fucking mic, man. Uh, Chill out. I have a Fender Jaguar bass. Is that that nice? Like, uh, realistically, like. Yeah, um, it should, I mean, realistically last me, you know, as long as I want to use it, as long as nothing horribly goes wrong with it. Um, it's uh, a very professional standard instrument. You so know. you're proud of it? Like, what what made you pick that one? I like Fender stuff. Um, I've got some Fender guitars. Uh, it's just really reliable. You know, the stuff has been used for decades, so any little kinks have been worked out and... All kinds of musicians have done, you know, crazy stuff with it in all genres. So you know, you can depend on it. So you're like a utilitarian about it. It wasn't like sex appeal or anything kind like of. that. It was I don't know. The one I ultimately picked is pretty sexy. I think. I feel like you probably drive a Jeep or a Subaru. <laughs> Did it go through the mirror test? Like when you were when you were figuring out which one you were gonna buy? Like, it was that? Like, yeah. Yeah, it did. When is Thor? Yeah, I would imagine you would have to, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, Do you that's, ever dress to accentuate the bass? Um, <laughs> I don't know what color it is. You know but what? It, but I like, do you take it into account? Yeah. 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 Like when you, the answer is yes. Will you please elaborate? But no, like when you're getting ready to go on to like, I know you've only done the handful of live performances, right, right. but like when you get ready, are you like, okay, my bass looks like this. I don't want to wear like. Well, sure. Um, a lot of these places, I mean, we're playing dive bars and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and we're happy to get these shows, but the lighting isn't going to be great. It's going to be dim uh, mm-hmm. if it exists at all. Uh, so my base is black on black. Ah. So I guess my, my answer would be, I try not to wear black. Yeah. (laughs) It needs to stand out. It needs to, you know, have some pop. You look like you're going to, you're a 12 year old kid going to a funeral or you're looking like on Honestly, like what? Nate, yeah. Nate anybody well, need a many, beer? How many empty cans are near? I need a beer. Yeah, <laughs> Nate apparently doesn't. <laughs> I um, need beer, please. Yeah, yeah, another beer for Nate. Uh, yeah, he's just gonna. To, uh, okay, to be fair, at least it's. I'm, I'm just glad you're the one that knows Kyle. If you're gonna flat out insult him, like Sean's already got, like Sean has me uncomfortable be, just because I'm sitting next to him. But you know, we got Sean over have here you, asking date rape questions, and now you're just gonna flat out and. Have you not heard the sass? He's he's giving me not even before we showed really up here too. Is that really the move too. you're gonna play? Like you're gonna pull the little what I call the little brother? Oh well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, did you mean? Fuck yeah, off! Yeah. You fuck off! Come on, man, you're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult at this point, man. That is crazy. Fuck off. 
You, you know, if you wanted to say it looks like you got a bunch of little like German flags on your shirt, I would say okay, because that's what I kind of. Oh, not not right now, not right now. Oh, you're trying to say in general he looks like a kid? What are you? No, I'm talking the one picture I saw. It looked like because kids aren't going to wear ties most likely to a funeral. He's got. It's looked like he had a button-up shirt with black khakis. Okay. Or different color khakis. It wasn't. I, it, he's got. I thought not, you were talking about him sitting right now. I'm like, dude, no. he's wearing a sweater and khakis. Who wears that to a funeral? He. he like, that's, that's a nice a, sweater. That's a. Do- yeah, I was. That's say a nice you. sweater. Vintage. Who wears this? Who wears that to a funeral? All right. Okay. No, that. No, oh, not good. what he's wearing right now. Kyle, if you come to my funeral, you're more than welcome to wear that. I will. Thank you. To both. No one's allowed to wear any clothes at my funeral because <laughs> giggity giggity. It's an orgy. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you celebrate my death by my the idea being that hopefully my soul goes into one of the babies that is conceived during my funeral. Like, have you have you ever seen Enter, Enter the, Void? the Void? Style. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Boom. Vasectomy for the win. Your lives, because I'm going to be your kid. Hey, vasectomy for the win. All day. Vasectomy for the win. Yeah, no. Not, if that's a win, that's fine. I mean, hey, if you... Actually, yeah, what's, what's funny is I had a, a thing on my credit port one time where it it was for like a urologist and then a hospital bill and come to find out it was because somebody, somebody had a vasectomy and it got stuck on my credit report. So Nate this got really drunk shit. and got a vasectomy <laughs> <laughs> and found out about it two years later because of a credit report hit. <laughs> That's crazy. So you can't have kids, huh? No, I can have kids. It, it was somebody else with the same name Allegedly. and the same last four digits of the social security number. Oh, okay. 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 So either you're in the matrix or you got <laughs> drunk and forgot about a vasectomy that you had. Let's see, guys, over under here. What's like? What's the? I want to. I want to keep the like Jason Bourne idea alive just a little bit. In that, like, somebody put some shit in his balls and they didn't want to pay for it, so they like build it to his insurance, but he was still drugged up for it. You know those okay. like drugs that yeah, make okay, you really we'll agreeable. We'll like, throw hey. that as a th- that that's that's pretty close to the he got drunk and just doesn't remember. I'm saying it's okay, more likely fair. he doesn't remember having ball surgery than it is that some other guy happens to also have his exact name and last four digits of social security number. What are your last four digits? Not telling. I just want it, to. It, it matters because yeah, one more person. Needs it's to uh, <laughs> it's it's one two three four. Fuck off. That wasn't even. I, that's more than four <laughs> numbers. Yeah, we going to grade that. That's boo. That's uh, we need. We do need video. We start. Uh, I want. I want this thumbs down to be seen. I want it on All right, video. cool, cool. So what's Get what's some music off. you listen to that like sounds nothing like you guys? Oh sure. Um, well, Swans is like my favorite band right now, the the moment, and that is pretty far from what we do. What are they? I've never uh, heard of them. I expected it to be like something mainstream or something. Oh, I at least yeah. heard of. I'm sorry. Well, if you want to go mainstream, I personally really love Carly Rae Jepsen. I listen to a lot of her shit. Carly Rae Jepsen? Oh, I yeah. love her. I don't listen to her. The Jetsons. She's one of the Jetsons. That's <laughs> shit, dude. Jane is like. Can we pull a picture of her up on the, the screen, Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry. You have to move the mouse. But So you, like, why do you like which Carly Rae Jepsen? Jetson? Which Jetson is it? No, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> 
fuck. The robot one. Oh, okay. The maid. Yeah, of course. I've got some of those already The sexy saved. robot dude, maid. She would have totally got it, dude. <laughs> I've actually got a slideshow of that queued up if you guys want that. <laughs> I love that, like, this. as soon as he types in the first two letters, it's going to pop up, but, like, he's going to try and hide what comes up after. No, I don't. What am I supposed to... T- yeah, what am I looking up? Because I have to be very Carly careful Ray on Jepson. what I search. I just forget, like, what she looks like. Because you guys can see my computer screen right now. Uh, Carly Ray Jepson. Yeah. R A E is her middle name. Oh, there we go. She looks really Canadian. Oh, I'm so George. Does she like Tim Hortons and Labette Blue? Then those are old pics. She doesn't look like that now. Let's 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 get a little. Uh... Can you put the filter for within the last week, please? No, I'm not doing I just that. <laughs> That's I don't even know how to do that. Call me maybe. So what's your favorite? Is that her? Is that what she's saying? That was that stupid hit. Okay, yeah. that song is catchy as okay. fuck. I hate that, that I like that song. All right. Yeah. That's okay. She actually had an album after that. It's called Emotion, and that record is solid gold. And I get shit from everybody I tell that, so I'm expecting some shit. You would give it five stars? I would, yeah. Okay. I see. I, I can't even give you shit about it because I'd never <laughs> never listen to it. Yeah. So I, as Warm. much as I want to, I want to be like, ha-ha. Lame ass. It's just like I've never actually even listened to it. I can't. I can't dog it. Kyle. Kyle played a song for me, and what? actually, it's pretty fucking good. What was the pop? What was the one you just said? What's call the one? Call me maybe. maybe. Call me maybe was okay. Giant. Yeah, that song that kind of drives me nuts. But it was it was catchy, man. Like I, I, I don't I don't endorse that song. It's okay, but her artistic growth has been phenomenal. <laughs> I ooh, somebody come on, Sean. You got. Here's the thing, though. Like a lot of like famous bands that we like got famous off of a one hit that like their prior fan base hated. So maybe, <laughs> maybe she isn't that bad. I don't know. Give it a try. I love that song, but only in the same way everybody else did. That like got stuck in your head because it's catchy as fuck. But it felt really focus grouped. It's one thing to get a song caught in your head, and it's one thing to actually like like it. So you mean to tell me like just because the song was catchy, you like began to like it or did you like it off like first mood i'll say i like and that song never like the only time it ever put me in a worse mood is if i'd heard it like twice that day but if i heard it's catchy (laughs) and it like i i can like anything it doesn't have to be my favorite but if like everybody else likes it i can find the reason they like it it's not that bad rj also like is it goes in on some shania twain and stuff so it's not like he's opposed to a female female musician either yeah Yeah. i listen to everything like, oh, yeah. the right Celine Dion song comes on. You know, like, my, my mom used to play that shit growing up all the time. Seal? So, I, you know, there we all have our random ones. Like uh, I like Heart. Like, I love Heart. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Nate likes like... Seal. Seal is in Nate's slideshow. It's not. I've but... seen all the pictures he has of Seal shirtless. There's a lot of scars on that guy. <laughs> Emotionally. You know, <laughs> no, no. You don't know his scars like he does, Kevin. No. Fuck no, off. Just, that's yeah, speaking of this, uh, Kevin, Sean, we actually never did part two of that. Dude, I was top thinking about that before I came over, man. I really was. But to be fair, 10 through 6 has kind of changed for me. Me too. Me so. too, man. I was thinking, like, it's been so long. If we were to do it, we would need to, like, redo it from ground up. And that'll be great. And then, Yeah. What Just do take? a whole top, whole do top ten. What's your what? What would be your favorite album, Kyle? What's oh if if we're like, let's say if you you know you can do two or three if if because I, I know how hard it is to pick. 
I can't even pick a favorite musician. Yeah, I know. It changes like every day. Was there an album that made you want to be a musician? Like when you realized you didn't want to be like a firefighter or a stripper? <laughs> um, Honestly, I'm it was sorry, probably, like, by the way, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They oh! were my favorite band in high school. I was so into that record. So obsessed with them. I picked up a guitar because of John Frusciante and what he was doing on that record. Um, I obsessed over him. You know, learned as much as I could possibly. Yeah, that can't can't stop. That was the first. That's a song that made me buy a guitar. I'm terrible at it and no longer have one. But the reason I <laughs> bought one, the reason I started playing was, yeah, that that album, can't stop. Oh, I love it. Um, Is that close to one of your favorite albums? At least then it probably um, made the top five. Yeah, strangely enough, no. I mean, <laughs> that, that record meant a lot to me and got me into a lot of music. But it probably, I probably not in my top ten these days so what it what's what is that upper echelon though like if if you've got you know not if you if you like you have one album to live oh here's a here's a different question let me phrase it a different way i, I was asked this at a bar once and it's always it's a difficult question i'll, I'll give you that but if you could only listen to one artist so whether it be a band uh, musician, whatever, but for the rest of your life, you can only listen to that one musician, that one artist. Who who would that be? You can listen to anything. You can't the, their, their whole anything career. any their entire career, but you can all, you can't listen only to anything that. else. Yeah, okay. can they make new stuff? Yeah, sure. I mean, if if you choose someone that's alive, of course they can. Yeah. But the idea being that, yeah, it's just, it's not necessarily about a favorite, but like I'll give you Young, my answer no afterwards. Yeah, I want to hear yours. First. You want me to go first? Yeah, so mine, mine was David Bowie, oh. who is one of my top three anyway. But the idea being that 70s Bowie and 80s Bowie, those are yes. two completely different sounds. So you're oh. also getting a lot of variety. You're getting more bang for your buck. Can I argue against David Bowie real quick? You can't. It won't matter to me at all. Well, here's my you're reason, wrong. And it's nothing to do with David Bowie, but all of his work's done with. Your his your favorite songs of his, you could probably hum the entire thing and like think about to be in the background. To be fair, like, though, I would pick somebody young with no drug addiction and probably a good home life. Then I have to hope that I like what they do in the future. Yeah. I already but have. But you already know David Bowie. Why but, do you need to hear it over again? But, why do I need something new? Hey, but to be fair, in that this is a Twilight Zone episode. Bowie has a wide variety and a large discography. So you're gonna have brought to you by uh, David Bowie's estate. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of stuff to go through though too. I mean, you're not gonna go get through it in an hour. Yeah, I understand that, but like I was just all my favorite like musicians that are like done recording all of their songs. If I like think about them, fair enough, Kyle. You, yeah, that's your a choice fair point. Here. I mean, do you want to be stuck with something that's completely over and done with, and just have to repeat it forever? But then the risk is if you pick someone new, like uh, Kevin said, you have to just hope that you like what they do and they keep putting out stuff, and yeah, you know, even I they stick together and make music but you already like their old stuff well, like what if they green day you man here's the thing though like what if the next thing you know they're dropping this American my idiot and you're like what happened and I want to ask him about this because I already know you can't but you can get into shitty music yeah I <laughs> named some bands that like are kind of shitty music but you can get into because you like a different vibe about them yeah uh, a lot of people can't do that and it's one of the reasons I can get into Shania Twain and fucking whoever the fuck else but like that was the thing like if I respect what they did already even if it's bullshit, if I'm on a fucking desert island alone, I'm probably going to find a way to get into it. Yeah. yeah. But 
I don't know why I'm taking this point so passionately. <laughs> I don't know why. Either. I think so you're trying to dig into Kevin's skin on that one there. No, it's not. It's just nice to have somebody else that likes shitty music and just acknowledges it's shitty, but they still enjoy it because a lot of people try See, but that, like, that's no, a, it's great. That's a it fair sounds beautiful. And you're like, no, it's kind of rough. And that's you act like I've never karaoke Creed before in my life. <laughs> I absolutely have done. See that. that that's fair. I Wind mean, dreaming. like if you, as long as you know the quality is not objectively high up but you enjoy it then that's fine i have rick i'm never gonna give you up on my phone you know i listen it can to be argued that's not shit considered shitty music time. though that was a tart chart topper most people liked that song <laughs> yeah so you said david bowie and that was probably what i was gonna say Damn. i feel the same way yeah yes. um i feel like it's too cliche to say the beatles and as great as they were like Bowie has more records and it's as high quality for like decades and decades rather than just like six years of Beatles records. So I guess to give a different answer, if I have to, I'm going to go Radiohead because they're still around. There's a chance there'll be one or two more records, you know, besides shit like that. What about you, RJ? What's your answer? I don't know that I have one. I just had a panic at the disco. No. um, Kanye West. For like had to listen to for the rest of my life. Nickelback. That guy who That's your answer. For Paul McCartney. See, like I would pick a specific <laughs> artist in hopes that it would include anything they were involved in. I think. Nickelback is your your answer. I feel like. I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I really don't have an answer. Cootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Sean? <coughs> Ice Cube. Actually, it crossed my mind. Girl colors, right? <laughs> there it is. I'm actually torn, man. But I thought about it. And I'm probably going to roll with Alice in Chains. I thought he was going to say George. What? You know what? I was actually thinking you were going to say that because I know you're a big fan of dirt. <laughs> you know what? You know Nate had that queued up for no matter what you were going to say. But it was beautiful. That's why I was like nice. you so I could go last. But I was torn between that and Ice Cube, but I probably would bro Alice. Oh, I was almost oh, right. They Ice both Cube. still put out music. And Ice I Cube's like my acting stuff. hero, for what it's worth. I love Ice Cube. I think I'd probably pick System of a Down. Okay. Yeah. If I had to. Who was it, System of a Down? But I'd probably just go with Surge, because like it opens up. The like the Mountain Dew off-brand? Nothing to Surge. Surge Sp- uh, Funny, Funny story, though. Um... My uh, one of my old roommates, uh, her dad was college roommates with Tom Morello. So Tom Morello got married like five, six years ago or something like and that. You were there? No. Um, it, her parents were there, and her mom doesn't know who Serge Tankian is. And Serge is like opera trained. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was singing like opera at Tom Morello's wedding since they're friends. She got back and was like, Oh, there's this man who had a beautiful voice and his name was Serge Tankian and um, her brother picked them up from the airport and played uh, BYOB and she her her look was like what? <laughs> Play Cigaro. <laughs> I actually want to kind of renege on my answer. That's bullshit. Because when I was asked I wasn't really ready. <laughs> but no. Um, Typical. <laughs> but no I'd have to say Rolling Stones oh, the more yeah. I think about it. That's yeah. something I can see myself literally listen to for the rest of my life and not really get tired of it. And, they've got so and their style has changed so yeah. much also, throughout the years, too. B- also, based on their, their, you know, their blood oath with Satan, they have at least 20 years left. I mean, they're yeah, still touring live now, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I they're either relatives of Skeletor, or they really did make some kind of deal. Like, I, 
My grandpa can't even like I walk think it's around. An argument for like continuous drug use. Absolutely. I think people die when they quit using and start back up. But if you just, I think it preserves you from the inside out if you can sustain it. Depends on your other, drugs. Always though. made enough money to just continuously. Don't do meth fun. or heroin, kids. Or have enough money to do it for the rest of your life. I think it's like uh, the comedian Bill Hicks said. He said. After nuclear war, the only things that will be left are cockroaches <laughs> and Keith Richards. That's funny you mentioned Bill Hicks because my choice, my answer for this question is, is Alex Jones. No, it's uh, it's Tool. It's it's Tool, and they had a big connection with Bill Hicks. He was their lead singer for years. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the lead singer of Tool become Alex Jones. <laughs> Fake his own death to become Alex Jones. No, that's one of my favorite ridiculous conspiracy theories in the I don't know if either any of you guys have ever heard this before. Oh yeah. I hate the, Alex Jones. There's I love Bill Hicks. Conspiracy no theory way. that Bill Hicks isn't dead and that he just is playing the character of Alex Jones and it's all a joke to him. And he just gets paid wow. because Alex Jones is owned by what like Turner Broadcasting or whatever. So it's just a great big conspiracy theory that Bill Hicks is just having a good old time. I think it it'd be a bit much if I'm, uh, if I'm speaking my honest opinion about it, but it's. What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh, you weren't asking me, were you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Hey, what? Why does this network always? How is it? Why is it your video? favorite? It's not. I was just yelling out a <laughs> random one. T- okay. Okay. Good. So I think I like the ones that uh, are, I think there's several that are like along the same lines that everyone in a position of power is secretly like a lizard creature. Have you heard about Okay, these? yeah. Yeah. Whether they're aliens or <laughs> demons or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah da- some David Icke stuff. I exactly. Like that. <laughs> I, I, I dig simulation theory. Okay. The, yeah. The idea that the Matrix, it, that sort of, that allegory, that story is in a way kind of real that we could potentially be just uh, basically a simulation that that at one point humanity got so advanced that they were able to run ancestral uh, simulations and that there would, we if we were in one of those there would be no way that we would know it there was an interesting article that uh, Rand said I don't have it pulled up I'm not pulling it up yet it's still uh, I'll pull it up in a second Talking about um, scientists saying that it was a fifty percent chance that yeah. it was literally a coin flip whether we were real or in a simulation, and I that part just kind of blows my mind because you know when you bleed you feel it and all that stuff. But after having I had my arm severely broken, and so I've seen firsthand the weird things that happen with nerves and nerve endings, and when your mind thinks something and you look down and the reality is something completely different. So. I think yeah, we've I all know. seen somebody take acid before, Kevin. <laughs> also, yes. Um, but what I think is interesting about like the simulation arguments is that um, you know people are coming up with ideas like if you assume that we are actually in a simula- simulation, and it, like you said, it's a fifty-fifty chance that we are. Um, people make uh, you know they write papers and articles about what does that mean for how you should live your life if you want to be um, kept around by whoever or whatever is running the simulation? 
do you you know go all out for fame do you just try to be gregarious do you uh try to be as entertaining as you can uh you know what do you do to uh appease the overlords so that they'll keep you around instead of shutting you down and ending the program isn't it funny how like no matter i never thought about that what the reason like no matter what the meaning of life is the only like next question is like well what should we do yeah. And we all still jump to the same like yeah. philosophy. Because it doesn't really matter if it's a simulation or if there's God or if there's anything else. Yeah, exactly. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Like that's that's the argument and train of thinking that philosophers come up with when they think about the simulation argument and then you take a step back and you're like, Well, that's exactly what all of these religious people have been saying, you know. <laughs> what guidelines should we follow? How should we act so that we don't uh, you know, anger the person upstairs? It's almost like as soon as people start to tire out from one religion, they just find a way yeah. to recycle the same ideals into a diff- completely different package. How? And completely on a yeah, completely different system, but still lead you to the same kind of four or five options. Yeah. If you're the fucking s- scientist running the simulation right now, and like say like they're basically running a simulation on uh, intelligent, what is it, AI? Artificial intelligence. Basically, that's all we would be is like a simulation in that. How fucking close to freaking the fuck out and pulling the cord are they if the top scientists in our simulation are all like, yeah, it's coin flip whether or not we're fake or not. <laughs> like, they got to be reading like the shit coming up on their fucking sims right now. Like, fuck, they're getting sentient as fuck. Well, uh, they're starting to pick up on this shit. Like, are you sure they can't measure us? Is that camera really hidden that well? Like, they got to be freaking out. And then, like, if they just pull the cord, is that a nuke, or do we just all go black like a TV screen? Well, well, uh, Lou isn't here, but I don't know if any... Are any of you guys Rick and Morty fans? No. Anybody watch that show? I haven't seen much of it, but I really liked what I've seen. Okay, there, there, there was an episode where find out that uh, Rick's car is, is ran by... Uh, the battery is a smaller universe. And they go down... And um, the, he goes down and because he had created this universe and then he taught them, you know, he, he gave them this way to create energy and 80% of their energy went to running his battery and 20% went to them and then they had a self-sustaining economy through that energy. And then the battery had died because one of their top scientists had found a way to create a small universe that would create energy for them. And so what ends up happening is like, each each layer they start they realize that their universe that their sole purpose of their universe was to create energy for another being and you know so while it was a great cartoon it was funny it was like on a philosophical level when you watch that you're kind of just like oh fuck like what what it what would you what would you do if you found that out like what if aliens do come down and they find out like yeah so this whole dollar and everything you guys have done for the last thousand you know several hundred centuries have just been to help you, know, we've just been secretly mining you. Like I would, it, I don't know. It just kind of blew my mind. I don't think uh, anybody in this room would be that surprised, because like most people, be, like that think about it, acknowledge it's all fake anyway. Whether there's aliens in charge or not, it's fucking shiny rocks. It's fucking we're on fake currency anyway. So like I don't know. You're an artist. Like I feel like you've thought about the shit and probably <laughs> come up with the conclusion it's meaningless. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I like guess would the conclusion care? is that it's meaningless and any. Yeah. Any answer you reach is very, very temporary, and uh, you're just going to 
be disillusioned with it and have to come up with another one in a little while. And that's that's really the message of girl callers, right? Right. Okay. okay. That yeah. Which to is a perfect stop. Which yeah. is why <laughs> you were here because for, uh, also the message of bad dinner guests. Yeah. Um, well, on that note, if you guys want to listen to some conspiracy theories, we've talked about a few, uh, kind of dealing with like Ruby Ridge and and Waco and and Oklahoma City bombing or whatnot. But on that note. I think this is a good spot to end for us here. Kyle and I are on our way to go see the uh, Pixies this evening. We are. Name droppers. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for Kevin, Sean, RJ, and our special guest, Kyle, I appreciate you coming on this evening. My pleasure. It's been fun. Where can they find you, Kyle? Okay. Uh, just one last time. Sure. Uh, uh, girlcolors.bandcamp.com is where the music is. Uh, you can find me personally on SoundCloud. That's uh, Kyle J. Spears on SoundCloud. Cool. Yeah. Uh, at Six Forget Radio, I'm RJ. At Shadowplay and Ben Hammond Turkey, I'm Nathan. Kev, you can find me at my boy Kev, of also at Bad Dinner Guest. Sean B., hit him with the uh, Off the Bandwagon feed. Off the Bandwagon feed? Yeah, give him. I, I do too, you do too, you know? Uh, you can what? find us on at what? Twitter. Okay, all right. So you can also find us at Bandwagon BDG. Sean B, where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, shit. Um, at sboogie underscore 614. My bad, man. I'll slip in a little bit. Anyway, guys. Hey, hey, writer, <laughs> writer's flavor. <laughs>